Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to There You Have It with MJ. Happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there. And happy Singles Awareness Day to all you non-lovers out there. Um, I'm going to fall in the latter part of the Caribbean. I'm a lover, but just not loving on anyone right yet. Um, so yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Yes, it's probably one of the most over-commercialized days of the year. Most flowers sent out today. Next up is Mother's Day. So guys and girls, when you are done hustling your flowers out today, you might want to go ahead and set aside a budget for that beautiful day in May where you celebrate the woman who brought you into this world or the woman who took you in and showed love all your life. So go ahead, start budgeting. Um, again, chocolates, over a hundred million chocolates are sold today and it's my favorite. So if you love me, go ahead and think of me. Just kidding. But nice plug right there, right? So one of the things that um, I was advised when I first got I first did that deed back in 2016 that ended so quickly was to invest in a book called the five love languages by Gary Chapman. And actually there's iterations of this. So there's the five love languages for marriage, the love languages for single people, the love languages for kids. I mean, who knew? Um, but I like this because it kind of lets you identify what your love language is. And it's not talking about anything like super sensual, although physical is a love language. So please keep that in mind. Um, but it, it lets you identify what your top love language is. And what Gary does when he walks you through this book is he literally gives you dialogues of what he's had when he, you know, as, as an advisor, as a therapist, um, just individuals he's encountered and how he's walked them back through the identification of getting to their core understanding of what their language is. And when you get to where your language is, you help to identify what is the most attractive to you and what you will not tolerate. It's kind of like um, matching games, I guess. So one of the things he says in here is that with all the help available from experts, why have so many couples found the secret to keeping love alive? Well, so we all know, anybody who's been in a relationship, which majority of us have, you can have those honeymoon stages. And then right after that honeymoon stage is the, whoa, real life stage, where bills set in and responsibilities set in, and you start questioning you start uh, anxieties and resentments start coming up and how you counter those and how you kind of roll with those indicates whether or not it can move forward. Hopefully this is all accomplished prior to you signing on that marriage certificate and standing in front of whomever and expressing vows. Take it from somebody who... Um, didn't do that. It's not fun when it doesn't work. Um, 
he also goes on to expound and say, you know, the number of ways to express love within a love language is simply limited by your imagination. So guys, he's going to give you the blueprint. You run with it. Um, the five love languages that he talks about are, of course, you know, physical touch, like I mentioned. And then he's um, quality time. So there's a difference between quality time and quantity time. I don't need to spend day after day after day with you. That's a little bit too much sometimes. And I don't need to spend, you know, if we're together, I hear all the time, well, I mean, we were together last night and that's, that's time. I spent time with you. But if the person, the other person is on their phone all the time or working all the time or in another room all the time, you guys haven't really spent time together. Their just presence was there. That's technically not quality time. So understand the difference, guys and girls. Um, and then I'm flipping to see what I'm thinking of. Um, but I want to kind of go back into that. So receiving gifts is another love language. Words of affirmation. Everybody likes to hear Hey, I think you're beautiful. Hey, I think you're special. Hey, you know what? You're amazing. That was a fantastic thing you did. Words of affirmation should not be false. Don't just say it because, you know, you think they want to hear it. Mean it. Um, again, pulling from personal experience. When you hear the words, I love you, fall flat from your lips, you need to do some reevaluation. Or when the words, I'm sorry, when you really have absolutely nothing to be sorry for, but you're just trying to end the argument, come out of your mouth, step back, evaluate what's going on. Is this the right situation? Where are you at? Another love language. Um, so I said quality time, receiving gifts. Everybody loves to be given gifts, but not everybody really like, you don't have to do it all the time. Sometimes, um, you know, there's giving gifts that are little trinkets that are, hey, those are nice. Or, hey, I was really thinking of you. And that's awesome. But I don't, you know. So that person doesn't always have to receive that gift or that person. That's not what they're looking for. Maybe they're looking for quality time. Giving a gift doesn't replace their love language. That's your love language, but not theirs. So you really have to have the conversation with the person that you're with to make sure that each person understands what the other one's love language is. And guys, I know this is like, wait, love language? Like, whoa, really? But hey, it's Valentine's Day. So just go with me. Um, acts of service. And this isn't acts of service within the house. This is like acts of service. Like, Hey, I'm going to go help the homeless. You want to help me? If that's something that's critical to you, if that's a love language that's critical to you and you find someone that can do it with you, then fantastic. Boom. It's a match. And of course, physical touch. I really suggest you guys pick up this love languages book. And even again, if you're not in a relationship, they have it for, um, singles. They have it for men. Guys, you have your own edition. Um, they have military. They have teenagers. They have children. And then they have a hardcover special edition. But 
what I like about this is he tells you, you know, what happened. And this is this book that I have is actually for the married couple. So excuse me. But what happens to love after the wedding? Trust me, speaking again from experience, post-honeymoon, it gets real. And are you ready for it? And then how to keep the love tank full in the relationship. But before we even go there, discover what your love language is before you go out in the world to try to identify somebody or make make a match. Um, and again, it's 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 really to me. I keep it by my bed. I'm again not in a relationship, but it helps me understand what my love language is and what I'm willing to and not to put up with and not to put up with what I'm looking for and what I'm not. And I really think on this Valentine's day, as you go and you spread chocolate and love and hearts and candy and red and pink and frilly crap all over the world, think about it, identify what your love language is and go forth and conquer. And if, Please don't shoot arrows at people, guys. It, it's that's called assault. Okay. Um, happy Valentine's Day. We're going to be up in the seventies if you're in Houston, so I don't know exactly what we're going to wear. Just put clothes on. I know that because do not play Cupid and go around with just a bustle of bows on your body. Okay. I'll talk to you later, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye.